Welcome back to Yeah, that can't be good. A rewatch podcast of the sci-fi original series Eureka. Let's get going. Hey, it's Doug. I'm back from vacation. Here's the TV Guide synopsis. Season 4, Episode 9. I'll be seeing you. A stolen Global Dynamics project brings Carter, Allison, Joe, and Fargo together. And Grant's disappearance turns him into a suspect in the theft. Carter and Joe find evidence linking Grant to Beverly Barlow before a catastrophe strikes. Original air date September 10, 2010. Creators Jamie Paglia and Andrew Cosby. Written by Jamie Paglia and directed by Michael Robinson. We're back for Season 4, Episode 9, I'll Be Seeing You. I'm Vicki and I'm here with my co-host Skip. Hello. This is the mid-season finale. Oh, Already, season wow. four. By my calculations, we will probably be done with this entire podcast by January 29th. Oh, okay. 2020. That's the cutoff date. Right no, there. that's when I figured out how many episodes. Uh, oh, okay. You know, so barring crazy any like of, that. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I figured out when we would take a week off between things and barring oh, any okay. weird stuff that might happen, we should be done somewhere around January 29th. Oh, okay. We'll probably be done recording well before then because we record oh, okay. way so ahead. Just yeah, that. we're recording. I'll be seeing you right now, and we just published Crossing Over two days ago. Okay, so we're way ahead, but it, that's good because oh, it okay. takes a long time to edit, and I get nervous. Are we going to have the last episode have everybody? I've been. That's in what I've been trying to and think. Do the whole thing with everybody. I. That's what I would love to do. Yeah. I've been trying to figure out how chaos. to get... It would, would be, be chaos great. getting everybody here at the same time, number one. Start now. I know. I have actually been thinking yeah. about it. Even if we have to record the finale before we're done recording yeah. the rest, just to get everybody in the same room, it would be chaos. Yeah, it would be great, the, though. Yeah. When yeah. I started figuring out how much longer we have, I started thinking about that. That would be I a definitely want to do that. Yeah. As I said, this is the mid-season finale. The episode opens in 1947 at a diner. Yeah. Grant meets Adam Barlow. Adam says something about having to play his role. I think Graham Dudley and I discussed that, you know, when you first saw Adam Barlow, yeah. you thought he was just some... Some, you know, the motor pool guy or right. something like that, yeah. But it appears they're planning something and that Adam is playing a role at the Army base. Yeah. You're late, Adam. Sorry, Doc. I got stuck in loading fireworks at the motor pool. I gotta play my role, don't I? He mentions not wanting to leave Grant behind. They discuss not wanting Eureka to become a place that creates bigger and better weapons. Okay, right. So we, yeah. we kind of know that already. A woman named Lily Morgan joins them. They mention the bridge device and the fact that she helped build it. Well, before they do that, she mentions, hey, Johnson and Johnson. Right. I have questions about this. And we'll talk about that. Okay. Yes, Lily gives Grant and Barlow a stock tip about Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. You boys, taking bets on the game? Critics think Robinson's a publicity stunt. They may be right. You always were a cynic. Every group of dreamers needs one. Lily Morgan, Adam Barlow. Lily's our girl with the Rod Lab in Berkeley. She helped crack the energy conversion formula for the bridge device, so she's not just a pretty face. She's a wizard with numbers. Speaking of which, Johnson & Johnson by now... We determine that Barlow is a pilot for their mission, which he calls traversing a wormhole into the past. Right. This group seems to be the beginning of the consortium. 
Yeah. We find out that they're going to send Barlow back to 1939 to join the Manhattan Project to keep them from developing the atomic bomb. Yeah. He's going to planning some sort of sabotage right, or right. whatever he's or talk Einstein out of doing it. Back in present day Eureka, Jack and Allison have spent the night together and they both get a page from Fargo. They both head to GD and after some awkwardness. <laughs> Sleeping's good. Everybody must sleep. Or whatever. whatever yeah, that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Work is nothing. I don't know. Hey guys. Sorry we're late. Where have you two been? Uh, sleeping. Uh, people work better when having slept. Okay. Joe and Fargo report that they have no information on the missing DED project and who took it. So why did they get a page if they have no information? They got a page to go there for them to tell them that they got no information? Yes. Okay. I guess. All right. I was thinking I missed something. Yeah. But. So Henry comes in with a lead. He found a spot in town where there's no radiation at all. Right. And we learned from It's Not Easy Being Green that everywhere has radiation, yeah. some sort of radiation. Yeah. So he thinks something's hiding in that area. Zane calls, and Allison and Henry go to talk to him. Joe tells Carter about her error <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with Zane and his grandmother's ring step from the last episode. Yeah. When I was hallucinating about the old Zane, see, I kind of told this Zane that we used to be together, and then, and then I threw his grandmother's ring at him. <clears throat> this is going to be fun. Hello, cop types. Bad guys ain't going to find themselves. Meanwhile, at the lab, Beverly explains that her father had a hunch that the so-called spies that took Grant away in 1947 were really from the future, and that Grant went with them willingly. So he waited for Grant to show up, but he died, I guess, before Grant showed up, because they say he died 10 years ago. Yeah, he waited, and I guess there was some nefarious stuff in between that, though. Right. He was, you know, working with the consortium and doing this and doing that. And he was in jail. He probably didn't know what year they went back to, I have to imagine. No. No, so he just know. had to wait and yeah. wait and see. But then that clarifies that this bridge device was purpose-built. Right. When they first introduced the bridge device, they were not really sure what it did. But now we know that it was purpose-built built to pur- go back in right. time to a specific uh, amount of years or something yes. like that. So I guess he just had to just wait and keep watching yeah. Eureka to see if this Grant guy shows up. Then he died and Beverly took over the job of waiting for Grant. They rebuilt the bridge device, but they needed the DED device to power it. Yes. They needed the power cell from the device. The power cell, yeah. Yeah. Beverly says that she can send Grant back to the same moment in time. Right. But Grant doesn't really want to go back. Now, first, let's just step back for a moment. So Henry and Allison go to the spot where there's no radiation. And he says, huh, that's weird. I don't remember this gorge ever being. Oh, well, <laughs> let's keep looking. And then they just kind of start chatting about, about know, her their chat. relationship. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Yeah. I don't remember there's this no giant hole in, in the this ground. area, but there's a giant gorge here <clears throat> Yeah, there's a giant hole in the ground huh. that was never there. Oh, well. The but, two can't be connected. Of course not. <laughs> Beverly says she can send Grant back to the same moment in time. Grant doesn't want to go back, of course, but Beverly says it's a chance to restore his place in history, which we know he's kind of lost. Yeah. She tells him that he could change things for the better if he went back. And save her father, too, from going to jail exactly. and all of that. Yeah. Because I guess he went to jail because... Because Grant wasn't there and he stole the yeah. plans for the... Yeah, he yeah, that's device. right, because he takes the blueprints yeah. and everything, yeah. 
Zane is trying to figure out what's going on. He says that Joe's crazy can wait because he's convinced that Grant is behind everything. Yeah. Zane had already questioned his profile, and he says he was alone in the lab when the DED device blew. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about how things played out. It's Grant. Something's not right. And not just with you, Lupo, but your crazy can wait. What would Dr. Grant have to gain by being involved in this? All I know is the guy's GD profile looked doctored to me. And he was alone in that control room when that containment filter and the DED weapon failed. Come on, someone must have hacked my personnel file and stole my passcode. Um, um, and to get him down here. You got it, boss. Dialing. Ah, my last PD caused me to burst into flames. So, now that I'm seeing Sarah, I have taken steps to be more cautious. She's one heck of a house. Just get him down here. Okay, calling. Andy calls Grant with his finger <laughs> because he's not going to yeah. risk bursting Because <laughs> it did happen before, so. Grant doesn't answer, so Joe and Carter go to look at his old files in storage. Before she leaves, Zane tells her that when this is all over, they will be having a conversation about his grandmother's ring. Yes. Henry and Allison go to the site where there's no radiation. He says there's something causing interference. In the archives, Jack finds a recording wire. They play it, and it's Grant talking about the arrival of Jack and crew in 1947. Carter wastes time complaining about Grant's description of his height. Yeah. Subject in custody identified himself as one Jack Carter, town sharp. He's of average height, weight, intellect. I'll scrub that. He's a bit thick-headed, to be quite honest. See, I'm six... One. In 1947, six one was big. Yes, you are very big and smart. Well, that's what Carter does. Carter uh, likes to, you know... Everybody could be alive if he wasn't complaining about his height. Well, you know, everybody has their little eccentricities. <laughs> and one of his things is, is he He's goes off average. point sometimes. He so does. You know? Like, he's a little guy. What do you mean little? No, <laughs> I'm not ever yeah, six I'm one. Yeah, I'm six. That's tall for that time. <laughs> he does have a point. Why would Grant describe him as like small in stature? I don't know what the exact words he used. Average. Average. Average He's build. Average, average height. height. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. I don't yeah. know why he would describe him yeah. that way. He was just See? being so a jerk. Carter's got a point. All right. While Carter's complaining, Joe's reading the files. Joe finds that the Army arrested Private Adam Barlow, and he served 15 years for stealing classified files. Yeah. They recognize the name immediately, and they read further to find that he got married and had a daughter after he was released yeah. from prison. So now they know it's Beverly. Carter tries to call Henry and Allison to tell them that Beverly's back, and they may be walking into a trap, but we know there's no phone service due to the amount of times Allison said, there's no phone there's service. No phone service, yeah. We don't have any phone service. There's still no service. <laughs> She's shaking her phone. <laughs> Back at the site, Henry tells Allison that he's known for a long time that they were meant for each other. Yeah. And I'm thinking that he's kind of talking about that alternate timeline that he created that he's the only one who remembers. Yeah. These people do not really care about paradoxes or anything. They're just traveling back and forth in time, yeah. creating alternate realities. And figuring out who remembers what. Yeah. I don't know how they keep track of it. I know. Henry gets a gamma spike where there's nothing but the gorge that suddenly appeared. Yeah. Meanwhile, Beverly is charging the device. She's configuring Grant's beacon, which will connect him to the bridge and send him home. Because it will be like he never left, Adam won't go to prison, they can continue their work, Grant agrees to go back. He pushes the button and we cut to Jack racing to the site. Things begin swirling and Henry tells Allison to run. Yeah. 
Jack arrives in time to see the car blown away, yeah. actually blowing straight for him. Yeah. We come back to Carter coming to and trying to get out of his Jeep. Yeah. He runs to Henry, who is in tears and finds Allison dead. This is kind of like for Eureka, really emotional yeah. scene. I mean, they do drama, of course, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But this was really, really, really emotional. But you knew that well, she wasn't going to stay dead. I Yeah, I guess we did. Yeah, yeah. sure we did. But yeah. although... But Eureka's never killed off a main character. Main characters have gone away. Well, Stark. Yeah, yeah. Well, when Stark came back in the X-Files, when he first came back, I thought it was actually really him. Yeah. Because I thought Allison and Jack are together. Yeah. And they're going to throw as many wrenches into that yeah. scenario so as possible. So now Stark is back. Right. Rekindle that old relationship. So I thought that was real. Yeah. Allison dying, I don't know if I thought she was really dead forever. Yeah. But I thought this was going to be like she was going to wake up and she wasn't going to know who Jack was and it was going to be starting this whole yeah. nonsense uh, uh, all yeah, over yeah. again. So I thought there was going to be more yeah. of a... But you, you kind of knew. I knew she wasn't going to stay dead. No, I think like I knew that too. There was going to be something. Yeah. Yeah. There was going to be a fly in the ointment, but it, was, right. it wasn't her. That's the end of her character on the show. Right. But I thought there was going to be consequences for their relationship because because there always is they were trying to milk this well they won't be yeah, forever yeah, yeah. and now they're together and now what do we do so Henry tells him that they got hit by an energy pulse and shows him where it came from but now when Carter comes to and he starts looking around he almost immediately finds a giant electrical box right Henry and Allison are just walking back and forth in front of this gorge that they've never saw before and not one of them noticed right. it Weren't they there specifically they to were. find something They odd? were, but they were busy taking readings and not actually looking. Carter doesn't take readings. He yeah. looks. And he found the wire underground, yeah. and then he found the box. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But they're so busy with their machines taking readings that they're not looking at anything. With all the smoke and dust from the accident, Jack can see the outline of the camouflage building. He throws a rock, and it's revealed for a minute. Mm-hmm. He finds a wire attached to an energy source and breaks it with a rock. Now we can see the building. Yeah. And Carter goes in and attacks Grant. <laughs> At that exact moment, because Grant had pushed the button, they're both transported back to 1947. But too soon. Now and, we have another paradox. Right. When they're done arguing in the forest, they see themselves. But my question is this. When they go back to 1942, they are separate entities than themselves. When I, they I, come back... They're, the they same. transform into the same. Right, and I think he mentioned... Clothes and all. Right, I think he mentioned something about that. Did Carter not ask, what about our other selves or something? Or did Grant say something? Well, he says, There's we'll some, he go says back something. to the exact point that we... Yeah, but he said something that made me think that they would... They would just merge. Merge, if they yeah. they came back at the exact point. So I guess they came back earlier, they were not at the exact point. Right. Why wouldn't they um, just appear earlier in their own i think i don't know i have no idea yeah see it's a paradox i know so like we said they arrived too early and i really liked this episode except that now we have to look at the 1947 stuff again yeah and you know i don't enjoy yeah those groundhog day yeah type episodes. episodes yeah Especially since I didn't like that yeah, episode like the in the first place. episodes where they. Oh, well, I like the flashbacks. I could clip. I like clip shows, because usually you're seeing clips from way back, and you say, yeah. "Oh yeah, I forgot that." But I don't like the living the same thing over yeah. kind of episodes. And even though they're not living it, we're seeing the same thing yeah. of an episode that I didn't like in the first yeah. place. But other than that, I like Allison died, yeah. and yeah, they're yeah. trying to save her. And, 
So Grant, when they get back, complains that he lost his hat. Jack obviously tells him there's more important things that he killed Allison. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now look what you've done. And thanks to you, I lost my hat. Your hat? You killed her. What? Allison's dead. What are you talking about? When you fired up the machine, there was a pulse in and she was... She's gone. And like we said, they figure out they came back too soon because they see themselves on the road. Yeah. Grant tells Jack he was trying to make things right and no one was supposed to get hurt. Grant says that right then in this timeline, Allison is still alive and maybe they can change they things. They can save her. He tells Jack that Adam's going to steal the blueprints for the bridge device that night. And if they stop him from stealing the blueprints, they won't be able to rebuild it in the future. Yeah. See, I thought originally that that's what they were heading into. Because if they didn't build the bridge device, right, then they didn't have the bridge device to go back to, to go 1942. Back. So that whole timeline would have been eliminated. But it would it, go back to, to the original. The original timeline. That's yeah. what I thought, too. And so more confusion about timeline on my part, yeah. because I'll never understand that. Yeah. I thought that this was the end of that timeline, and they were going to go back. Back to their original. To the original. Right. And then that would be, like you said, the flying the ointment between Allison and... And Carter, Carter right. You know. But they already had the bridge device built in Grant's office. That one there? Yeah. So Adam takes the blueprints so they could rebuild it. So that first one was already built. Oh, okay. So the one they so he had... he was going to go back in time with the blueprints. I don't know. I guess he was just going to stop them from stealing them somehow. Because if they don't have the blueprints, they can't rebuild it in the future. In 2010 or whatever year that was. Yeah. But they already had one built in Grant's office and that's in 1947, that's which is the one, the one they had when they first went back. And- so that would work. So no, probably wouldn't have erased this new timeline because they already had one bridge device. Yeah. If it never got built at all, right? If it never got built at all, it wouldn't have been right. there right. at Founders Day. But it was already built, so it was at Founders Day. That was the original one. The one that's causing the problems this time is the when they rebuilt from the blueprints that Adam stole. Okay. Is that making sense? Yeah. They stole the blueprints. He had the blueprints. They were able to recreate the... Which is what killed Allison. Yeah. Now, I don't understand why he stole the blueprints at that moment. I don't know either. Because he had his mission in mind. Yes. He was going to go to the Manhattan Project. Right. Was he going to go there with those blueprints so they could make another one? He was going to steal the blueprints before Grant decided he didn't want to do it, right? So it wasn't because yeah. Grant was changing his mind. They were stealing it for the consortium to use. Yeah. Because this was an army project. Yeah. So they can't use the one in Grant's office. They have to steal the blueprints to rebuild it to go back to, to the Manhattan Project. Right? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, maybe. Right. Time travel. Yeah, I, can't. I know. <laughs> it's a little wibbly-wobbly, right? Timely wimey. Yeah, right. <laughs> Like we said, they have to stop Adam from stealing the blueprints. Yeah. Grant hitches a ride back to camp. Carter jumps on the back of the truck. Grant says he has car trouble, so they bring him to the motor pole. Once in camp, they split up to look for Adam Barlow. Jack, of course, mistakenly walks in front of a Jeep, which keeps Fargo from being arrested. Yeah. Grant tells him they have to do everything the same way, so he has to find Fargo and get him arrested. Jack goes to find Fargo, and Grant goes to find Barlow. Jack happens upon the other Grant, recording the tape that him and Joe listened to back at GD. 
I don't know why he didn't think of that. Guess, Immediately. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't, because he was... Well, they had their plan They had another mind. plan, yeah. yeah. They had their plan in mind. Right, so I guess you wouldn't. Carter starts asking around for a naked man. I'm looking for a naked <laughs> man. Excuse me, gentlemen. Um, I'm looking for a, a naked man. You don't say. Looking for a, a little naked fella. The, okay, you, I'm good. I'm... Good luck with that uh, naked fella. By stopping Fargo from getting arrested the first time, they've already changed the circumstances of everything. Right. You know, so throwing firecrackers behind the boxes to get him arrested again, that changes how he was arrested. How he was arrested. How Which probably changed. Be told. Right. And when there's the investigation after they leave, mm-hmm. you assume there's going to be a big investigation about what happened to Grant and everything like that. I'm going to go questioning people. Because that I gave was... Grant a ride back. You know, he was stuck. His car stuck. No, his car's right there. Right. There was an investigation because yeah. Joe was reading that in the file. But now but... all these people have different stories yes. about where Grant was and who these people were. Oh, he was under arrest. No, he wasn't. He was over <laughs> here. So that would muddy the waters. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure everything yeah. they did muddied the waters. And it's all part of the history of the of right. timeline. Now. But I guess that they don't think that we're going to think about that. After he asks around for the naked man, he does find Fargo. And like you said, throws firecrackers yeah. to where he's hiding. So the army guys arrest yeah. him. Grant finds himself and sees Barlow handing him a note or a telegram. Which I don't know if we saw in the first one. But... Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of the, <laughs> the little secretive stuff that we yeah. didn't see. The telegram said, Einstein delayed, proceed as planned. So Einstein was part of the consortium. Okay. And Einstein was the one that was trying to get the Manhattan Project stopped. Stopped, okay. After he realized what they did with his... Right, because uh, I think... E equals MCC squared. I think I remember reading something somewhere, a quote, that it was the most famous thing he's ever done, but it was the most... So, yeah, the worst um, thing he's ever really yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. The future Grant yeah. finds Barlow with the bridge device and says they have to stop. The plan is not going to work. He tries to convince Barlow without revealing who he is, but Barlow refuses to listen. It just then he's called to report to the motor pool and he takes the plans with him. Yeah. Grant meets up with Jack just as an explosion happens, and they know this is the point where Joe causes the Jeep accident. Like before, Allison gives him CPR, but when she wants to use the jumper cables, they find out the cables are missing, and Carter figures out that Grant took the cables, which is kind of smart of him, but... Yeah, kind of smart of him, but, you know, I mean, he went back to 1942 to help save Barlow from the prison term, Right. then I'll just kill him. Well, I think in his mind, Allison was more important to him. Yeah. I know, but Carter's not happy with that. He says letting Barlow die might not be the right choice. Other than the fact we're killing somebody, which yeah. Carter isn't happy about, yeah. we don't know what that's going to cause. If that's going to cause a whole another yeah. crazy thing to happen or another timeline or something. So Carter goes to get the cables, but he gets caught by security. They take him away, and Allison manages to save Barlow anyway. Yeah. Now, the theory behind killing Barlow, or letting him die, was that Beverly would never have been born. The second bridge device would never have been built therefore saving Allison. Then all the previous episodes with Beverly Barlow, because she doesn't exist... Right. Would be gone. Would be gone. But that's in a different timeline yeah. anyway, yeah. Then um, Henry's first wife would still be alive. Right. Kim and I discussed this too, because we don't know what happened to Kim in this timeline. She's never mentioned. 
Yeah. We don't know if there was a Kim. We don't know if maybe there was a Kim and her and Henry were involved. We have no idea in this timeline that they're in now. Yeah, what happened if, to Kim. What happened think, to Kim. Didn't they mention Kim is away somewhere doing something with someone? I don't think so. I don't recall them ever mentioning Kim. Yeah. Because I was thinking when they changed time that Kim like, was going to be alive and well and with Yeah, Henry. but Henry and Kim never met because Henry met the other, his new wife. So, yeah, but they never tell us yeah. where Kim was or if there was a Kim. Yeah. Or if Kim died like she did in the, the regular timeline. Yeah. Or if that, all of that Beverly Barlow stuff in Is Section was, 5 and the, yeah, right. you know, Stark and all of that, if any of that actually happened in this timeline. Right. So we don't know. That's they a never, good point. They never mentioned where Kim was. Yeah, yeah. This would have been a good opportunity to bring her back for good. Yeah. But they gave him a different life. Yeah, that's a good point. So um, all of the previous stuff prior to 1942, it could have been no, just non-existent. Right. I mean, I'm sure Henry and happened. Carter remembers all yeah. of that. But now that you were... We're thinking about it because Allison's son is no longer autistic. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff, including messing around with the bridge device on Founder's Day, right, wouldn't have happened, right. And Beverly Barlow trying to steal him or the whole have, uh, artifact with yeah, his something. connection with the right. artifact and Stark and all of that stuff. Right. None so of that would have happened. That's not explained. Yeah, if it did happen, not everything changed, but we don't know yeah. that all that stuff we don't know about. They do not care about paradox. They're just willy-nilly traveling around, (laughs) messing with me, man. That's all they're doing. (laughs) So Carter's about to be interrogated by Major Ryan when Grant comes in. And I think Grant hits him, right? Yeah, slaps him. Yeah. Yeah, Gives him a slap. Ryan leaves because he gets the word that Fargo and Joe escaped. And we find out that this is our Grant. They decided to hit him, you know, for reality's sake. I had to make it look real. <laughs> so you slap me? Uh, they decide that their only option is to find Allison and tell her what's going to happen to her in 2010 so she can avoid it. Yeah. They also have to make sure they don't get left behind. So their beacon was burned out. Grant thinks he can adapt transistors yeah, to, their, to PDAs. their PDAs yeah. to get them back to the point where they left. Yeah. Kind of similar to what they did the first right. time. Right. They see the other Grant and the other Carter and Allison going towards the dance. Yeah. Like before. Carter searches for Allison in the dance to warn her before they go back to 2010, but they disappear before he can get to them. Why did they yeah. disappear before Carter and Grant disappeared? Don't know. I don't either. Now they're just messing with me again. <laughs> so anyway, Carter doesn't get to warn her. Grant tells him their beacons will activate any minute and calls Carter thick-headed. And Carter remembers the recording. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. So he runs off, and he doesn't even say he remembers the recording, does he? No, no, he just says, I know what yeah. to do. Okay. Or something like that runs off. Right. In the next scene, we're back to the morning when Allison dies. We go back to GD, then to Henry and Allison at the site, and finally to Joe and Jack listening to the tape of Jack yeah. warning himself. So we find out that's what he did before yeah. they left 1947. He drives to the site and right through the building, which stops Grant from activating the device. Yep. They merge, I guess, and yeah. transform into their But why own do self. their clothes change? Why does he... He get out of the car, and then all of a sudden he's wearing an army uniform. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't make any we sense. We have many questions, writers. Yeah, because those were 1942 clothes. Yeah. Seven. Whatever. <laughs> I know. I have no idea. But it seems like, I don't know. Well, Grant's clothes always looked like 1947. Well, no matter he always where. wore the yeah. same suit. Yeah. But I, then, you know, again... Grant's all kind of put together, and then all of a sudden now he's a little disheveled. Right. And 
Carter's wearing an army uniform. I have to imagine it's just to show the audience that yeah. it's them. It's like people that say they see ghosts. Yeah. Why are the ghosts wearing clothes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so they both transform into themselves yeah. and saved Allison. Joe and Henry show up and Grant apologizes. They can't find Beverly. She disappears. She always does. Even when Jack charged the building the first time. You know what? Take no chances. Someone busted in. We've been found. Let's go. She's got her escape hatch ready. So Mansfield ordered an investigation, and Joe says everyone will have to testify. Yeah. So now Allison is worried about them looking too closely at Grant, because Zane already says his profile is ridiculous. Yeah, he's got no background. It was, uh, you know. Well, good news is we recovered the DED device. Bad news is Mansfield is ordering a complete investigation. Everyone involved will have to testify. If they look too hard at Grant, they could figure out who he really is. Yeah, and that we're all a part of it. Being sanctioned for violating time travel protocols would be bad. Well, we're the only ones who know that he's involved. So we just have to make sure that it stays that way. They're worried about their time traveling being uncovered. Yeah. Andy releases Zane from jail, and he confronts Joe about his grandmother's ring again. She tells him to leave it alone. He knows something's happened with the five of them. Now, I don't know how he realizes that it's all five of them that something's happened with. He knows yeah, something. I don't know. I don't know yeah. if he... Because he says yeah. all five of them. And, well, I know there's something wrong with right. you know, all five of you. Yeah. And he knows that they were something to each other, so he grabs her and kisses her to prove his point. But Zoe comes in. Yeah. Back at Grant's office, Carter brings him his paperwork for his redaction. redaction uh, papers. With exceptional credentials from Fargo, so yeah. he can start someplace else. Grant shows Jack a folder of Johnson & Johnson stocks. Yeah. So apparently he took the stock tip back in 47 and is now wealthy. Yeah. Okay. He took the stock tip as Trevor Grant. Yes. Trevor Grant S- owns those stocks. Right. But he is no longer Trevor Grant. How I think that. can he cash in these stocks? Those stocks would have been tied up in probate once Trevor Grant was... You know, they'll just say, okay, the lack of a body hasn't been around, he's gone, he's dead. All of his assets and stuff like that, lack of a will, go to probate, his next of kin gets them. He would have had a rich brother-in-law or a cousin or something like that. Right. And why does he still have them? Exactly. How could he have them when he's not Trevor Grant anymore? Yeah. Over and above what would have really happened legally yeah. to these stocks, unless nobody knew about him, unless yeah. he had him hidden somewhere and nobody knew about him. Okay, yeah. he had him hidden in some crazy safe or something, and maybe he found him when they went back this time, but he's not Trevor Grant anymore. Yeah. How do these become his? I don't know. I don't know enough about stocks. I don't either, but you know, it but seems I, to me I that... I want to say that your assets are your assets while you're alive. Right. If you don't have a will giving your assets, like Highlander, he's living all of this time. When he got to a certain age, he transferred all of his assets to another person, himself, Mm -hmm. and it continued. Right. But whenever he bought these, he wouldn't know. Then he's gone. Right. He wouldn't know that he was going to have a different name. So that was always very confusing to And me. how did he physically get a hold of them? How I don't did know. he have an old file? I have to imagine that he found this file when he was in his own office when they went back to 1947 this time. And that could make perfect yeah, sense. They but could that have been office in... doesn't exist anymore. Right, but I think that he found them when he was back there. and Oh, they're behind this wall. Right. When I go back to 2012, I'll look behind the wall and have... Or maybe Grant found him in the stuff that they packed up in from his office that Joe and Jack were going through earlier. Maybe he just brought him... I don't know. 
I don't yeah. know. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And it never did. Yeah. But I thought maybe you knew more about The only stocks. thing that would make sense is if back then, mm-hmm. if you physically had the stock, it belonged to oh, you. Oh, maybe. Maybe. There was no name on it. Maybe. We will have to have our listeners research this and yes, comment please. on it. Somebody tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How did stocks work in 1947? That's what we want to know. That, that makes sense, though. Maybe you didn't have to have. Maybe it's whoever was in possession. Whoever's in possession of yeah. the stocks. Okay. That makes sense. I feel better now. If that's the truth, please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not the truth, don't tell me. I don't want this not to make sense anymore. <laughs> yeah, so if it's not true, keep it to yourself. Jack thanks him for helping him save Allison, even though he's the one who screwed everything up, but he does help him. And Grant leaves, but he gives Jack a signed Jackie Robinson baseball. And how did he have that? I don't know. The opening scene, uh, uh, Founder's Day, Jackie Robinson, oh yeah, he's going to be rookie of the year. I don't know. And all of a sudden he's got a signed Jackie Robinson ball. I don't know. Did he use the bridge device to go back? To get To get the signature and then bring it back? None of this is explained, but he had one. Yeah. Yeah. So now we cut to Beverly in a limo telling someone that they have a new target in mind yeah. and they kind of close in on Jack. So on, you, on Jack and Allison, and Allison yeah, together. So you don't know. Yeah. Or both of them. Yeah. They're playing. our new target. Right. This, this romance might work to our advantage. Right. And that's pretty much the end of the episode. Yeah. Unless we missed something. Nope. Don't believe so. All right. Except all the timey-wimey questions. I know. I have time travel in my head the way I have it in my head. Yeah. And they keep just screwing everything. I know. Because you don't care about paradoxes. And then the way I had it in my head obviously was not correct. People have explained to me because I didn't see Endgame. So... So my whole conception of time travel is wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) You know a movie you got to watch? Primer. Primer. Watch the movie Primer. It will mess you up. Okay. Do I need to be more messed up by time travel? Just try to keep track of the different timelines (laughs) and what's going on. All right. So this is season four, mid-season finale. Yes. We usually take a week off between the mid-season finale, but we're going to come back next week with the Christmas episode. Because poor BB has been waiting patiently. We did it really early because when I do an episode with DC, it takes a long time. Sometimes we have to come back and re-record things and I have to ask (laughs) him questions. And it went really well, so it didn't take all that time. Poor BB's been waiting for this episode to come up since May. I think we did this at the end of May. We're going to come back with the Christmas episode. And then we may come back with a bonus episode after that before the the mid-season premiere for season four. So we'll see you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> okay, you okay. go. Um. <laughs> you should have left that in. Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at eurekarewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at eurekarewatch at gmail. We would love to hear from you. And we're now also available on Google Play.